0: Welcome to another edition of The Current Report, our weekly roundup of what's happening in the world of digital media. I'm your host, Chris Brooklier. Now it's no secret to say AI has taken the world by storm. And in each big advertising convention over the past year, from CES to Advertising Week to CAN, marketers have been praising AI as the next big thing. But even though we're in the very early stages of the AI revolution in the advertising world, we want to separate what's real from what's just hype. So to do that, we brought in Dan Larkman, CEO of the programmatic agency Keens Digital. We spoke with Dan during CES about AI, streaming, and the death of cookies. And Dan, you spoke with us at the Current during Can last year. At that point, AI felt like it was all the rage. You know, fast track about seven months since then. Do you feel like the conversation around AI has changed at all? You know, are we keeping up with the the changes that people are expecting?
1: Yeah, I think AI is still definitely the the hot topic. So I think it's changed a little bit. I think at first it was the doomsday AI it's going to take over the world. I think that's been quieted a little bit with the type of, uh, type of innovation that's happening with natural language processing and generative AI. I think that the conversation has now evolved into what could we use this for and productive? So versus let's fight against it, I think it's more like let's lean into this and see how it can help us and help us all as an industry.
0: Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Now, something else from the AI world that I've been seeing more attention about is the concept of AI PC, which is basically bringing all the new cool stuff that you can do with AI through the internet and making it available locally on your computer. Intel has called this the biggest change in personal computing in 20 years. So how much attention have you paid to AI PC?
1: I'm very interested by it. I'm very interested to see... Basically, anything for me that creates efficiency is a no-brainer, right? And if we can use anything that's going to help with that and use artificial intelligence that's going to help along that path, I think it's crucial. Um, and I think it will make a big difference. We'll see. I think, you know, everything's in its early stages. And uh, the funny thing for me around AI, and I I've, I've say this in every conversation I have, is AI has been the hot topic, but every company has been using the term AI for... Ten plus years, and so it's like now it's like oh we have AI. Well, I thought you had it nine years ago. Oh, it was it was Excel nine years ago. So um, everyone's been using it. I'm really wondering how it's going to progress. But if you look over the last the last year, how the coding that you can do from uh, from OpenAI or from AI in general, the PCs, cars, automation.
0: Yeah, you make a great point. It's it's sort of like AI got like a new PR person because it's just sort of everywhere, but it's been doing the same thing for a while. Uh-huh. It's my favorite
1: thing. My favorite thing about every company that I've that I've seen, we finally have AI. Sure, didn't 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 you boast about this a year ago? So, uh, but I, I've got to be honest though, how it's adapted from coding language, I'm so impressed by. i have kind of set a stone this year, CES 24. At CS twenty five, how different is that gonna be? We're having bets last night. I'm in Vegas, so you have to bet. We had bets last night of what we think what we think is gonna look in twenty five, um, on different areas. And it's that's how I'm kinda of looking at it. One year is I mean it's dog years now, right? It's like seven years of the past. So uh, I'm really excited for what's to what, what AI is gonna do.
0: Definitely, definitely. You're right. I mean C S is all about, you know, innovation, the future and, and where we're going next. So Specifically, your company, Keens Digital, you know, really focused on the value, the opportunity of streaming. I mean, we, we are seeing consolidation, right? How does that affect the opportunity in terms of advertising along these platforms? Like, does it change anything in terms of the CTV opportunity, both from the publisher side in terms of how they're looking for revenue and from the advertiser side wanting to be a part of these shows or these experiences?
1: I think from a publisher point of view, or from the, from the point of view of monetization, we're seeing companies like Hulu, Peacock are seeing more revenue coming through from the programmatic side than the direct sales. And I think that's going to be a crucial variable. You know, if we think back to five years ago, you would have an NBC selling their streaming as an added value. We'll do an upfront with you for linear. And here's some added value for you it's gonna be streaming right it's untrackable we're now in a place i mean it's maybe more than five years ago we're now in a place where it's a standalone product and it's a direct revenue stream and they're pushing that further and faster um, so i think that's crucial and then i think the next thing from an advertiser point of view i think there's opportunities to win ads and i think when you're talking about you've got hbo max and discovery right independently great for trying to reach people but as soon as you start consolidating you're now getting more people more eyeballs which means we're getting more viewers which means we're getting more ad breaks and i think that that is the the path i also think with the increasing in price you're getting more people signing up for the free well we are getting more people signing up for fast free ad supported tv and more people are ad- signing up for what i like to call ad subsidized content so effectively what we're seeing is a huge growth we're seeing more people moving from paid no ads to ad, ad subsidized or free ad supported tv. I kind of use the analogy of it's not like music where you've got a spotify account or you've got apple music you're not going to have both but in this world content is broken out so as opposed to paying the premium for no ads on spotify if you had to buy music across all, you'd probably start getting an ad-supported version. I think the same thing is happening, and we're seeing the same thing happen with consumers. And for advertisers, that's an opportunity, right? If we think about it, advertisers are now getting the opportunity to find that consumer across different platforms, which is why Programmatic is such a powerful channel when it comes to Connect TV.
0: You know, one thing that I think goes along with the CTV conversation as well is the transparency and the measurement that comes along with it. You know, when I speak with agencies and people sort of in the CTV world, they bring up transparency as one of the biggest things that the their clients are really asking about. So how do you feel like that's evolving? Do you feel like it's, you know, it's good enough right now, especially as we move into sort of more of a privacy conscious
1: world? I do not think it's good enough. I think transparency is a hot topic. It's always a hot topic, right? But I think there's I think a lot of companies I'm seeing are producing data that they want to be sharing versus let me share all the data. Let me show you what's working, what's not working. And I think we need to stop thinking of CTV as it's a channel like Meta CTV, because yeah, if you think Meta, let's just Facebook CTV, well, Facebook performs like this CTV. Well, CTV could be across 50 different TV networks across a thousand different audience providers. And if you did sequential messaging with display ads, 50,000 display uh, publishers, right? You're in that world where it's, it's very different. So it's, it's a lot of more testing, but you need the transparency to know what to test. It's not on off. It should be, I'm not seeing success on these channels, right? Maybe local, local news tends to have a lower video completion rate, right? Maybe we don't see success there. You want to pull back on those and spend more on the Peacocks, the Hulus, the, the Maxis of the world. I think that transparency isn't there. It can be, and there's steps to get us there. Um, And I think transparency on reporting and and outcomes. You know, when we think about, you know, we love companies like Measured that do third-party attribution for growth of the channel. I think that type of transparency is needed. And I think that's something that's going to be really big this year. I think we're going to see more of those third-party attributions coming through. Yeah, my view has always been the same, which is you want different incentives. As a, as a company, Keen sells media, right? So if we boil it down, our incentive is to sell more media, drive great performance, but you'll buy more media, right? So I don't want to mark my own homework. I want a company like Measure or a house or a third-party attribution to come in and say, here is the actual incremental value of Keens. Here is what you should be spending, right? Don't take my word for it, take a third party. And I think that's the level of transparency we're really going to need to move towards to see the true growth uh, around Connect TV for sure.
0: Gotcha. It's it's like someone's checking your homework. I'd love to mark my own homework at school. I've got A's <laughs> on
1: everything. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be weird, though, if you like put a C down. You're like, didn't do good enough.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe 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 in like French class or something, i will to give myself a C. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I'd like to close out just, just asking you, um, you brought up the cookie list world and, and sort of the death of cookies. So, are you getting you know what are you hearing about new strategies for marketers this year do you think that it's going well do you think that it, you know we're in a right, in a good spot is it going too
1: slowly do people are people not there yet what, what are your thoughts i think it's it's obviously a hot topic it's like that spider-man meme where they're all pointing at each other i feel like that's what cookie world is right now where you've got advertisers who are turning around to their partners like keen saying well you guys are doing it you guys are doing it you got people like Keens, we're a little different we're doing it differently but this. Keen's pointing at, say, the trade desk game well, you guys have got this. And so you've got these, like, everyone's kind of pointing at who's going to do it. If we're being real, Google has moved 1%, and we're going to start seeing what impact that has. In the Connect TV world, it's not a cookie-based environment. It's, I'm less worried about it. The attribution, building the audience is where that becomes a little bit more important and crucial. What is the likely outcome, and what's the actual impact? I think it's one of those conversations, no one's really sure yet what's going to happen. For me, I think that Connect TV has set itself up for it. I think we weren't impacted from the iOS update. You remember 14.5 back in the a year, two years ago, where Facebook had well, a third of their revenue was impacted overnight. We didn't get impacted by that. It impacted from Keynes. It impacted us about, I think it was sub 3%. I think that we're gonna start seeing that and there's different triggers. So for us, what, what our focus is right now is making sure that we're working with our partners, our advertisers, on getting CRM lists as a future-proof trigger. We've been doing that pretty heavily. Now, with that Wall Street Journal article, you've got multiple people talking about it. And that's really powerful for us because now the advertisers are a little nervous, give us your CRM list, let, uh, let us upload that. The, the open internet really win this race. You know, um, core IDs, you know, I think we're going to be in a place where we've got this shared ID that's going to work and it's going to overtake and replace cookies. I'm very interested to see at the end of this year. I'm skeptical. It's going to be a massive difference this year. But I, I'm glad the conversation's happening. It's really getting people to talk about it. And I think that will speed up the uh, the end outcome. I'm glad it was 1% and not 100% on day one, which I think we would have all freaked out. we we'll would be having a different... I wouldn't be talking to you now. <laughs> yeah. That, that.
0: <laughs> that'd be a fire cell for sure (laughs) all right well it was a it was a pleasure speaking with you dan especially because you brought up the spider-man meme which is definitely one of my
1: favorites (laughs) it was a pleasure speaking so thank you so much for having me as always
0: all right have a good one next here's our roundup of what's making news across the internet Amazon's making another big advertising splash after becoming an investor in Diamond Sports, the largest operator of regional sports networks in the US. More live sports will soon come to Prime Video for all the teams that Diamond has streaming rights for, which ESPN reports is 31 of the 37 overall teams that Diamond has rights for. Now, this is likely a boon for Amazon in its quest to create an advertising stronghold on Prime Video. And these live sports offerings are coming on top of Prime Video's new advertising plan, which every viewer is automatically enrolled in unless they pay $3 more a month. And finally, we're capping off this episode with one last thing. And this week, we're spotlighting a quote from Hilton CMO David Weinstein. On the current podcast, Weinstein broke down how the hotel brand looked to stand out amongst the crowd for its first big marketing campaign since the pandemic. They found their answer in simplicity. And in a sea of sameness of this kind of eat, pray, love, wonder, lust of travel and people on goji berries and surfboards, that's not my travel experience most of the time. Why were we glorifying the destination but not the thing we provide in this travel experience, the stay itself? And we thought back to our founder, uh, Conrad Hilton, over 100 years ago, said it was our job to fill the earth with the light and warmth of hospitality. So we have this really unique purpose in the world, very different than everyone else. And yet AC sea of sameness marketing uh, environment. And what we realized was we were going from campaign to campaign, getting sick of it before anybody else even saw it, or before it even wore in. We needed a platform. We needed our version of what we're going to stand for. And so as we looked with TBWA, the answer was there all along. It's the stay that's it for this edition of the current report for a deeper dive on all these stories plus more check out thecurrent.com. and of course please like and subscribe on youtube plus leave us a review on spotify apple or wherever you listen and if you want to hear more from the current listen to the current podcast where we interview some of marketing's biggest leaders about their keystone career moments and where the industry is going next we'll see you next week